You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, football's over, so today's sort of a, I don't know, a big Bummer. buzzkill. Bummer. I mean, you can say it's a bummer. That's fine. Well, I um, said buzz, but I guess that implies that I've been uh, drunk the entirety of football season, which is partially incorrect. Yeah, I mean, no lies detected. Um, Jimmy, um, first of all, I want to thank everybody who has signed up for our YouTube uh, podcast channel. Appreciate you guys. We've like gained 200 subscribers in about seven days. We need to keep that up. If you know anybody that has a YouTube account, Subscribe to this channel. We would dance at weddings or baby showers or funerals or whatever you want us to dance at. That's what we'll do. Um, Locked Alabama is a dancing machine. Uh, Jimmy, Super Bowl wise, um, yeah. we're going to make this this uh, segment a little bit short because what I want to do, and I know I'm catching you off guard, but I want to do recruiting superlatives. Um, oh, Jimmy. That I've already started on. I've emailed you my superlatives so that you can do your write-up that we send to Crimson Country Club. So I'm a little more prepared than you on this one, but that's okay because you're a wealth of knowledge. Uh, but I do want to give a big shout-out to the Alabama players, Carson Tinker, Terrell Lewis, and uh, Ashawn Robinson for winning a Super Bowl ring. Uh, I know Ashawn Robinson has dreamed of this since he went to his first Super Bowl in 1969 to see Joe Namath um, as a teenager. So I know he's been dreaming of this. <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, jokes about Ashawn's age aside, uh, he played great. I mean, he, he, oh, was, he was a awesome. big, he was a big part of the win. He, he doesn't just play. I mean, he's, he's a reason the Rams win the games and, uh, I, I'm, I'm very excited for him. He still has a bright future. This is not a, ironically, this is not an old player. He's, he's got a long career ahead of him. Uh, the Rams are, are going to be good if they can keep this core together and uh, real excited for him. Terrell Lewis is also on that team. He was inactive last night. As we know, even going back to his days at Alabama, Terrell's always fought an injury situation. I assume Carson Tinker's going to get a Super Bowl ring. He is on the Rams practice squad and has been on the Rams practice squad for a huge chunk of the season. I suppose they probably get Super Bowl rings too, So, uh, which, which, which will be cool. I know Carson wants to be an active player and be snapping in the games. Maybe that'll happen for him next year. But, uh, yeah, handful of uh, handful of Bammers on that Rams team. Yeah, congratulations to them. Of course, Jonah Williams was on the Bengals as well as Damian Square, right? I didn't see Damian right. Square play any, but uh, Jonah Williams played. Uh, that Bengals line needs some help. Uh, Jonah Williams can't do it by himself. But um, it was a relatively fun Super Bowl. I was never really drawn in. In fact, part of me – uh, was a little concerned about next year the national championship game being at SoFi Stadium because it, it it still had a California vibe to it, and that's not a college football vibe. That's what bothers me. I, I'm If Alabama goes, and I think they will play at SoFi Stadium next year, I will definitely go. I mean, I don't miss national championship games. And it, the stadium looks unbelievable, looks super cool. 
but it doesn't feel like it feels like an LA event versus a football game. And that's what bothers me about next year, potentially uh, super uh, halftime wise, just really quickly. We won't spend a lot of time on it. People are saying some people are this is the best halftime show ever. First of all, did they not see the Prince halftime show? They Prince <laughs> literally did Purple Rain in eight-inch heels on a slick stage while it was raining. And before the game, with electric guitars, before the game, they were worried to death about the rain. They called Prince to tell him, oh, God, we might have to do this, do this. He said, uh-uh, make it rain harder. That's Prince. That was the best one ever. This one was really good, though. I liked it. Yeah, uh, I liked it for sure. I, I liked that everybody else liked it too. I mean, the people that were really into it uh, seemed very excited about it and seemed pleased uh, with it on social media. Uh, the backlash uh, from expected quarters, I would say, is uh, just sad to be just sad. I mean, uh, but but uh, there's very little of that in, in terms of the grand scope of the country. And uh, I, I thought it was cool. I, I thought it was neat. Uh, I, I like Eminem of uh, the best of, of the group. Uh, I, I thought uh, I thought he really was into it. I, I thought when he was doing Lose Yourself, I'm like, I was kind of surprised that he did that because it's sort of like his most famous thing mainstream-wise. And I was kind of surprised that he did it. But he not only did it, I thought he nailed it. He, he looked like he was just into it and having fun, and he just belted it out. No, I, I thought the whole thing was good. Uh, yeah, uh, thumbs up. Yeah, I thought it was fun too. And, and um, you know, Eminem can rub people the wrong way, no doubt, but I, I enjoy him too. And he's uber talented. I mean, he's just really, really talented. So uh, I thought 50 Cent looked more like a dollar and a half. He looks like he's put on a pound or two. Now, maybe it's all muscle, but uh, man, he, he looked like a monster out there. I thought he could have played. Um, all right. So, Jimmy, let's uh, let's go ahead and take our first break. I want to tell everybody about BetOnline.net. You know BetOnline.net, and I hope you used it yesterday for the Super Bowl. If you did, you probably won some cash. Good, good for you. And I know football's over, but basketball's in full steam, and it's for pro and college. You know it is. We've been talking about it. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sporting betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC, odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use the mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline is where the game starts. I don't need to tell you that. You probably already knew it. I also want to tell you about Rock Auto. All the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. Um, look. Save time and money when you use Rock Auto, for real. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto, by the way. And with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for you or for your local chain uh, auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? You don't know. I don't know. Who knows? And and wait while the person behind the counter slaps on their keyboard, choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com. You don't need them. You don't. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Why choose to spend 30 or 50 or even 100% more for the same parts? It's crazy. Look, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from the chain store, $216 from Rock Auto. 
look, it's it's a no-brainer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in the how'd you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rock auto. All right, uh, Jimmy, I, I want to get into the superlatives now. Right. And again, I'm cheating a little bit. And so maybe with these superlatives, you can tell me where I screwed up. If you can think of one, you know, sure. using all the uh, knowledge in your little brain, if you can <laughs> think, if you can think about something here, and we won't go over them all. I think what I'm going to do is do two superlatives per segment today, and then maybe some more superlatives more. But Excellent. one of the superlatives, and, and our superlatives typically are a little different. I just hit my computer, are a little different than most other superlatives. Um, some are the same, but some are different, and some of them are cruel, and uh, we hate to do it, but you know, we're bound by contract. Um, first of all, the biggest get. Jimmy, do you do you want to go first? Because I don't want to surprise mine. Uh, I mean, I don't mind going first. The biggest get in this class, uh, you know, I, I want to say, uh, I, I want to say Jeremiah Alexander because because he's. I think the best bet in the class, but I'm not going to say Jeremiah Alexander because to me, best get the way I define it, Luke is like uh, the highlight, like, like what was the biggest deal? And to me, it's Ty Simpson. And I say that because Ty's not an in-state player. He, he comes from Tennessee. He actually grew up a fan of the university of Tennessee uh, was probably going to go to Tennessee until Jeremy Pruitt got fired. And, and then he lost interest in, in the Vols. Uh, at that point, he, him and his family decided, look, uh, I'm not going to go play for the childhood favorite. I'm going to go to the place that will best prepare me to be the best player I can possibly be. And, and for that reason, uh, after a while, he narrowed it down to Clemson and Alabama and chose Alabama. Um, I, I think Ty will be a multi-year starter. I think he'll be a, a big star. I think he'll continue the line that started with Jalen Hurts that went to Tua Tungavailoa, that went to Mac Jones, that went to Bryce Young. I think Ty Simpson will be a, a, a guy as, as, you know, he'll be worthy of that line of succession. So uh, to me, my answer is Ty Simpson. I think that's a very good answer. And I do, spoiler alert, have Ty Simpson later on in my superlatives. <clears throat> and I think he bring up some great points. I also think he's going to be a starter. Everybody's, well, I'll save my write-up for him a little bit later on. Sorry, Jimmy, I've, I've got to cough, and I'm so I'm going to mute me. Uh, as, as, I'll talk as, while you cough. So I'm talking while Luke's taking a break to cough. Okay. He probably has COVID again, and, you know, it wouldn't surprise me as much as uh, random kissing as he does in public bars. It, it really does. It's also gotten me in a lot of trouble with the wife, um, <clears throat> especially when it was a dude. But, uh, okay, <laughs> the biggest the biggest get for me, Jimmy, and yep. this is I, I I love this pick, Jamar Gibbs. Oh, so you're counting even the transfers? Got counting it. Counting transfers. Counting transfers. This is what I wrote about it. It's not okay. cheating to put a transfer here. If it is cheating, a wise man once told me, "If you're not cheating, you're cheating yourself." Regardless, Gibbs is a monster pickup, even if he'll only be a one-hit wonder. Bama needs an all-purpose badass, and Gibbs is just that. I honestly believe Gibbs will be the main reason Bryce Young does not repeat as the Heisman winner, and he may, may win the damn thing himself. I'm a big Gibbs fan. Like, all of them. Uh, all the Gibbs. All Andy, the Gibbs, the whole Bee Gees. Andy, Andy, all of them. 
But uh, yeah, J- Jamar is their long lost cousin. I think I'm saying that right. Is it Jameer or Jamar? Jameer. Jameer. I think it's okay, Jameer. Well, why did you tell me I was saying it wrong. He has the <clears throat> highest. Yeah, he has the highest voice of all the BGs. By the way, Jameer. He also has the best rushing totals. Um, <laughs> he does. But, That's uh, not even. Yeah, I love Gibbs, man. I, I just think yeah. he's fabulous. I wanted him when he wanted to come to Alabama desperately. Uh, he wanted to sign with Alabama out of high school desperately. But we already had a bunch of running backs. And, um, in fact, uh, oh, man, who did we have? McClellan. McClellan was one that we knew we had in the bag, and we just couldn't take another one. I understand that. I love McClellan, too. But I think Gibbs is a day one starter. I think he comes in and he's just – you know, multi-purpose, does so many things for the team. And I don't think it's necessarily going to piss off any of the other running backs. I think they're going to get a kick out of this. Gibbs is going to be the – the. I think he'll be the starter and sort of the third down guy, but I think they'll be rotationally – I think you still have McClellan in there. He's proven to be a pretty good receiver. Um, at Roydell Williams, he's proven to be, a, you know, a pretty good all-purpose back too. But Gibbs is on another level to me, and I think these guys can learn from him. I'm, I'm a huge fan – uh, Jameer Gibbs, and I think that uh, this this was a big pickup. All right, so now let's go to the next. Uh, man, I, I got too many clicks I'm having to do here. <clears throat> By the way, my previous picks, I always do this on the write-up, my previous picks for biggest gets, okay, and we've been doing this for years. Here they are. They're not bad. I mean, it, it's pretty easy, but it's not bad. Kool-Aid, Bryce Young, Patrick Sertan, Leatherwood, Ben Davis, I missed that one. Blake Barnett, missed that one. Deshaun Hand. I didn't miss it, but I didn't nail it. Ashawn Robinson nailed it. TJ Yeldon nailed it. And haha, Clinton Dix. That's not bad. Um, yeah, yeah. Good batting average. All right. The sleeper of the class, Jimmy. Let me give you mine first this time. Sure. I have Antonio Kite. Now, here's what I wrote about him Nick Saban's classes have fewer sleepers than an insomniac convention because they are generally loaded with four or five stars. However, Kite feels somewhat overlooked to me. Maybe it's because he committed very early, but this guy's an athlete, damn it. My understanding is he's also pretty mean, like he stays mean. And I like mean. I mean it. So um, I think Kite is is the kind of player we need in the defensive backfield. Uh, not scared to hit at all. I'm telling you, he's not scared to hit. And he's also, um, you know, he's got some basketball in him. He's He could be one of the top two or three best basketball prospects in the state this year if he had committed to it. Yeah, great athlete. Uh, I like Kite a lot. Uh, I, I I think he would be a sleeper. I think it's fair to call him a sleeper in, in Alabama's group. If he signed with Auburn, uh, he'd probably be in the big get category, you know, or best get, whatever we call it. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Kite in the Alabama group would, would be a sleeper. My, mine would be Jake Pope. I've been pretty consistent about that. I, I like Pope. Before he committed, the day he committed, and I, I've liked him even more ever since. I think he's a baller. I, I think he's really underrated by just about everybody, probably even his own parents. Uh, I, I think Pope is a, a, a guy that has a chance to be a multi-year starter and, and play. You know, he's a real smart kid, uh, really considered some of the academic prestigious schools. Um, what he can really serve for in Alabama, not just an athletic safety but uh, has the makings to be a coach on the field traffic cop type guy that's just invaluable in the secondary. But the thing is, I think if you look at his grades and and, and the fact he's a multi-sport player, uh, I think it's easy to overlook him. But but I'm telling you, athletically, just athletically, this is a really good prospect. 
All right, and let me say this. I, I know they don't play the same position. He's got a Rolando McLean vibe to me. Like, really mean, doesn't screw around, will, not scared to tell other people, hey, you screwed that up, or hey, you're in the wrong position, or whatever. And I love having dogs like that in the defensive back. Yeah. All right, Jimmy, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll run down two new categories. All right, so by the way, my previous picks on the sleeper, I wasn't batting so well on these. Uh, Devontae Smith, the Devontae Smith part two, uh, last year's Devontae Smith, Jackson Bratton. Now, Slade Bolton, I picked him, and that didn't turn out so bad. Kyrie McDonald, Aaron Robinson, um, Flowers, the running back who I don't even know if he ever made it to Alabama. Uh, He he participated in the spring practice. Okay, yeah. Keith Holcomb, that wasn't awful. It wasn't great. Gullage and Christian Jones. Christian Jones, I nailed. Yeah. But the rest of them, yikes. I mean, like a lot of these guys, most of them transferred out. So that's the hard one because you're literally picking guys who weren't highly recruited. And uh, I I know a lot of people think that uh, recruiting stars don't matter. I think what you just went over, uh, when you went over your best get, list and then your sleeper list is the proof that stars do matter yeah it's just easier it's just easier to pick a horse when you're picking among the five stars than when you're picking down there in the three stars which is kind of a grab bag some three stars pan out most don't uh just like most five and four stars pan out uh so yeah that's that's that explains that all right we're only going to do one more category for today and then um we will do um, we'll do some more of these tomorrow. I, I mean, I really I do love this segment a lot. All right, here's one that I've always loved. The category is can't wait to see the first play of dot dot dot. You want to go first or second? Uh, that matter to me. What what you what you want, boss? I'll go first. Okay. I said can't wait to see the first play of Aaron Anderson, and what I said about him was. This guy is so fast, a Karen stopped him and told him he has to slow down in school zones. This guy is so electric, Elon Elon Musk plugged a Tesla into his ass. (laughs) This guy, I'm sorry, I made myself laugh. This guy is so quick, this guy is so quick, Frank Thomas sent him a free bottle of stamina pills. (laughs) The Frank Thomas commercials get me every time, man. Anderson is fast by New Orleans standards, y'all. He is going to set Bryant Denny on fire. And with any luck, Coleman Coliseum, too, so that the new facility will come a little quicker. <laughs> hey, pretty good. Pretty good. Can't so what wait. Do you say? Oh, no, I, I like it. Uh, I think it's a good pick. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to riff off here. I'm going to say uh, Jameer Gibbs. And, okay. and, 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 for, and for, for many of the same reasons, you know, that you went over, I, I also agree. Jameer Gibbs is going to be – not just running back one, uh, I, I think he will sort of be the focal point of the offense. And by that, I mean no one on offense other than Bryce is going to touch the ball more than Gibbs. Uh, I think he'll be a, a, a huge playmaker, not just as a running back. We're going to throw it to him a lot. He's also going to make plays in the return game. Uh, I think we're going to go into the year. We're going to be seeing a lot of talk, maybe even from the head coach, Luke, that, that well, we have so many backs, so many guys we have confidence in. We're going to see all of them. There'll, there'll be talk all summer that this we're going to do it by committee. <laughs> Gibbs is just too good. We won't do it by committee because 
by the time the games start, Gibbs will be so good we won't ever want to take him out. And and, and I think it's just going to be the Jameer Gibbs show. Uh, you already said he could win a Heisman. Uh, I don't know if I'll go that far because I do think he will share the ball and the limelight so much. But in terms of uh, you know per play production, Gibbs will be as good as anybody in the whole country. I really believe that. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I mean, I think he's a return guy. I think he's um, I think he's uh, uh, obviously a running back. I think he's uh, he's just a great player. I, I'm really fired up about him. Um, by the way, my previous picks for can't wait to first see the first play of were these. Now I sort of nailed these. Now again, this is pretty easy category. But my first one last year was JoJo Earl, Will Anderson. Jalen Waddell, Jerry Judy, Josh Jacobs, Damian Harris, Cam Sims, Derrick Henry, uh, Ryan Anderson, and Jesse Williams. That's a pretty damn good group. It is. It is. Not many, uh, not many misses there. But again, I, I think we we'd both be uh, choosing from what, what I would call the top of the list, you know, in this category, as opposed to to down there near the bottom, where it's going to be a little tougher. All right, so we've got some other categories to go. Y'all come back with us tomorrow. Uh, these are pretty fun categories, too. Um, I, I'll, I'll go over what we're going to be talking about in the next few days. Uh, we've got a category called Destined to Make a Memorable Play in a Big Game, Most Needed, uh, Wished We Had Signed and Didn't, Wish We Had Signed and Did. Uh, let's see. <laughs> that one's a little stupid, but uh, don't get your – we also have – don't get your hopes up for we have uh destined for medical hardship. Again, those are two of the cruelest <laughs> categories we do, but they, you know, again, it happens just about every year. So why not have it? Not in if a film. Huh? We could change that and, and it would mean the same thing and be slightly less um, slightly less sadistic if we went with destined to, to enter the portal. You know, oh, that's a good okay. That's the way we should do this. Yeah. When we invented the category, there wasn't a portal. There was just, hey, if you want to get rid of somebody, you, you claim they were hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but but now now it's the portal. So uh that's so yeah, we can we can we can soften this and still mean the same thing. That's much that's much more PC. I think we'll go with that, but uh anyway, yeah. you know what it was originally called now, so it's a little too late. Um it's sort of like uh, <laughs> uh okay. All right, guys. So that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you all for tuning in again. Thanks for subscribing. If you hadn't subscribed, please do subscribe. We need you to subscribe. We will uh, really, we will, Jimmy will send you a handwritten thank you note. Right? Yeah. Oh, well, if, if only I could write. <laughs> Jimmy's going to learn to read and then he's going to send you a handwritten note. All right, everybody. Sure, roll it, it'll only take me a few minutes to knock that out. Yeah. <laughs> roll yeah, tight, roll everybody. Tight. We're all tied.